Hey, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to Life Mastery Decoded for Women and Women Entrepreneurs, where I help you decode the struggles in your life in the areas of health, wealth, and relationships with mind mastery and meditation tools and techniques so that you can live the life that you're proud of. Welcome to today's podcast. Hey ladies, it's Jen Mack, Lady of the Mind. Welcome to today's episode where I'm hoping I am finding you zen-like. You know what day it is? It is Zen Deck Day. I don't know if I should call it Zen Deck. That's kind of dumb, but Zen Day, the day of the Zen. I don't know. Uh, where I'm going to be pulling a card from my Zen deck. I, I got these from my stepdad um, a couple years ago, and I just love them. They're, they're really cool. Uh, they're great quality. Um, I don't know where he got them from, but they're, they have a, a word or a phrase, a very short, like a, a single word, two word or something on the front, and then they have a little write-up on the back. And I just think it's fun because it really puts me in this um, kind of uh, spontaneous state and so it's kind of fun for me as a speaker, a public speaker, what I usually do is have things planned. Um, I don't memorize my speeches and I like to, but I like to know my speech, right? I like to know what I'm talking about. And then I just kind of, some people might say fly by the seat of my pants, but I just tap in intuitively and just let source energy move through me and give the message that is for today. So as you guys know, uh, we are starting our sister circle of support soon. I'm hoping that in the month of October, we will have all of the details ironed out and that is going to be going live. And I'm really, really excited because there's been one thing that I have been wanting to do for a very, very long time. And I think I finally just got the courage to do it. And, but, um, as if you know anything about human design, I am a manifesting generator. And what that means is I respond to the world around me. I can't just make things happen. And that's where I become really frustrated. And so I like to ask my community, what do you guys want? And they say, I want this thing. And I all of a sudden have a full tank of energy to be able to create that thing and respond to people. So when I, when I do a talk, when I do a speech, um, I like to engage the audience and it really, not only is it great for you guys to pay attention and you get to be a part of it, you get to ask questions or, or interject in ways and then I get to respond to you. And this, doing this podcast is a little bit different because there's nobody to respond to. I'm sitting in my living room on a very rainy Monday um, on a less than four hours of sleep. Last night I had a terrible night of rest and um, I, uh, but I'm excited about what I'm creating and when I do a Zen deck, it is very spontaneous, unlike what I'm used to. So I have no idea what could possibly come out of my mouth. So I am shuffling them right now. Sometimes I do one, depends on how much I have to talk about. And uh, if it's going to be really short, I might even uh, do a second one. So let's just see what comes up today. Let's see. Ooh. All right. We got Virtue. And virtue, here is the write-up on the back. The scent of the flower is carried by the wind, only going where the wind blows. But your virtue radiates in all directions, touching everything. Now, when we talk about virtue, that really is you at your core, isn't it? That is really the person that is the center of you. Have you guys ever seen the movie Rise of the Guardians? And Rise of the Guardians, uh, Santa Claus 
it is an animated TV show. It is great, though. I love how... Um, I don't think that's Pixar. I forget who puts on Rise of the Guardians, but uh, the director, how they have kind of this underlying message that most adults, if you're paying attention, will get. Most kids, it just goes over their heads. But And Santa is talking to Jack Frost, and he is saying, what is at your core? And Jack Frost is like, I don't know. Like, what are you talking about? And we, we keep, you know, those um, uh, those dolls, are they German? or Russian dolls, and they look like little weeble wobbles, and then you open it, and there's a smaller one inside, and then you open that one, there's another smaller one, you keep going, keep going, keep going. And we are like that, aren't we? Where we have these layers about us. Like, you might see me, even though maybe you don't even know what I look like, and you're listening to this podcast, you have no idea who I am, you've never met me, you don't know anything about me, but you're listening to me, you have this idea of who I am. And then the people that know me a little bit make some of my friends. They know me maybe as somebody else. And, and then there's people who are closer to me, my family. They get to see a few more colors of me. And what I like to do is be as transparent as possible. Like we all have emotions and we all have those certain emotions that uh, are a little bit more popular in our day. And when we're talking about virtue... That is the real core of you. And Santa's is wonder and curiosity that just how can I make things and, and bringing joy and, and how do I create a joyful experience for people and kids, you know, in this holiday, right? What is at your core? And I feel like virtue is like that. I feel like virtue is at the center of you and it is the who you are. And I think that when we are alone and by ourselves with no pressure and no people around us and we're thinking of what are, what are we, who are we, what kind of person am I, um, we might be a different coworker or an employee or even an employer than we are a mother or a friend or a partner. And what I always like is as I got older, I started to realize I'm different across all of that. You know, I, I went through the stage in my 20s where I was very, very angry and very, very negative. But yet when I was at work, I was positive and fun and upbeat and energetic and courteous. And then when I would get home, I would be grumpy and crabby and negative and pessimistic. And I was kind of playing this dual role and victimhood. Like that was big time in my life for a long, long time. Sometimes it still kind of sneaks out. Uh, but but what, I, what I wanted is to align myself with who I knew I was on the inside. Have you ever heard the phrase, people of integrity expect to, believe, to be believed and when they're not, they let time prove them right. And it has been many, many years since I have gone through so much of my chapters in the books and so many different books, uh, so many different stories and, and um, different relationships that have come and gone and different jobs that have come and gone. And as I'm choosing my path and figuring out my way in this life and on this planet, what is my purpose? Why am I here? What am I doing? Who do I want to become? And... It's becoming more and more clear. And the funny thing is, is the bigger that focus becomes, the broader it spreads across all of my interactions. 
where it was really small and I wouldn't let very many people in. I had terrible relationships with, you know, I was bullied in school and picked on. I was picked on by my brother. I was bullied by my brother even. And um, I didn't have a lot of freedom as far as my mom goes. My mom has a very dominating personality and she was very restrictive. And though I just loved her and, um, but I didn't have a lot of freedom and I just kind of followed the line. I told the line as it related to my mom. And, but when I kind of launched into this freedom, when I went to college, I moved out when I was 17 and actually like on the first day of college, I turned 17. No, that's not right. I turned 18 cause I graduated. I was 17 and I, I had all this freedom and I was kind of nuts with it and I was kind of crazy and I didn't have very good relationships. And as my relationships, as I kind of developed myself and got into this freedom and I started having relationships and those relationships were falling apart, I started to close my heart. I started to close my heart chakra, which, which turns off your ability to have successful relationships. And I didn't, of course, didn't know anything about chakras. I didn't know anything about energy. I didn't know anything about meditation. And this was, you know, I was probably like, I don't know, 19, 20, 21. And I'm going through this tumultuous time, like this very volatile time in my life where I just didn't know what I was doing or where I was going. But yet there was this little flame inside. But when I was over here in this safe space, I was kind of a jerk. But then when I went to work, I had to put on this different face and I was pleasant and smart and funny and, and courteous and, and friendly. Did I say friendly already? I was friendly and kind to people and strangers and customers, wherever I was working. And, but what I wanted is I wanted that persona to spread across my entire life. Like of all of my interactions with my partner, with my family, with my, with my friends, with my coworkers, I wanted it to, I wanted to carry it with me. But what happened is the flame was so small and not protected that when I would get within certain company that didn't believe in what I believed in, then I would hide that flame. Have you ever done that? Where, because I, I knew I was gay and I just couldn't tell people. So I had to hide that part of myself. Well, then during that time, I kind of betrayed myself. I betrayed who I was. And I had to lie often to people who were always asking me if I had a boyfriend or always asking me, how come I'm not married? And I had to lie to them. And instead of at those times, I was dating somebody, but I just happened to be in a, a relationship with a woman, but I couldn't tell them that. And keeping that in mind, it was really difficult. It was really challenging to kind of harbor these lies and it affected my relationships. And then it also affected my social uh, abilities is that I didn't want to socialize because that meant that I had to lie about my relationships and I had to lie about who I was with or I had to think quick on my feet when they would ask me personal questions like that. So, but as I got older and as I became more confident and as I became more comfortable in my skin, that that flame, that virtue, that piece of me became bigger and bigger. And then there was no hiding it. Like think about holding a candle in your hand. You can hide that pretty easy. You could turn around and put your hand over it and you could hide it. But now think of it as a bonfire. You can't hide that. There's no hiding a bonfire. You can't stand big enough in front of it 
and hide that. And so as I became more comfortable in my own skin and I would tell a few people and some of them, some of them were okay, you know, which it didn't matter if they were okay or not, but some of them gave me a, a supportive response, which made it okay for me, which then continued to build my confidence. But when, when there were others that were, were like, uh, making fun of me or realized they couldn't be friends with me anymore or stopped calling me or, or, um, didn't want to be around me anymore, then of course that was painful, but I still couldn't change who I was. And frankly, I didn't want to, but I just wanted to be comfortable with who I was. So as the flame got bigger and as I, I really dove headfirst into the personal development field and the flame got bigger and bigger and bigger, then it became more pronounced about what it was that I was doing and what it was that I wanted to offer other people. And what I wanted to offer other people is this safe space because I didn't have that. And because I didn't have a safe space to go to, I just, I'm not even, it's possible it was available. I just didn't know about it, but I didn't, so I didn't have, I didn't go, right? I didn't have a space. And without having that, I was very lonely. Even in relationships, I was alone and I felt alone. And that is a really tough emotion to deal with when you don't know how to deal with emotions, which most people don't, which is why medications are sweeping the nation fistfuls at a time to help numb you from dealing with your emotions. And, and of course, all kinds of other objects, caffeine, drugs, alcohol, sex, gambling, um, that, you know, blind you and numb you to feeling your emotions. Cause obviously some of them are really hard to feel, but when the flame got bigger, there was no hiding it anymore. And now I just freely and openly talk about my relationship and I talk about me and Amy and I talk about our boys and my, my love for her and my life now. And it's very freeing. And I think that if you have that flame that is burning inside you, if you spend some time with yourself meditating on who you are or who you want to become, that allows that flame to get bigger. And then that allows the, it, it to radiate in all directions and touching everything that it comes into contact with. In my 20s, as I call them, my roaring 20s, it was not like roaring like the roaring 20s. It was like I was roaring and I was just a bear to be around. It was like waking a hibernating bear all the time. I was angry all the time. And what I was radiating was darkness. And I was, I was fearful and I was angry and I was frustrated. But you know what? As, the, as I, this burning desire became bigger and I started to pay attention to it and I started to nurture it, as it got bigger and the flame got stronger, I became simultaneously more comfortable in my skin and more confident. So I urge you that if you are listening to this entire podcast, that you are paying attention to your urge, to the, the flame that burns inside. And I think that as you move along, you will begin to open this door to confidence. And I, and I believe that as you meditate and as you think and contemplate about who you are and connecting with yourself on a deeper level, your confidence will soar. The opportunities will start coming around to you 
and things will just get better. That is virtue. It is, that is, I'm going to read it one more time because maybe I'm missing it, but I think that's it. That the scent of the flower is carried by the wind, only going where the wind blows, but your virtue radiates in all directions, touching everything. Here is, I just looked up the definition of it. It says behavior showing high moral standards. And that's us. That's you. You have that. You, you have virtue. That is who you are. And it's just a matter of aligning yourself with it, aligning your physical self with it. So take that with you. Meditate upon your virtue. Like, like um, blow on those flames and get it bigger. Get that, get that bonfire blowing. Build your confidence. Take care of your passion and allow that to radiate in front of you, touching the lives everywhere you go. If you want to know more about the Sister Circle of Support, then please check out our Chakras for Beginners page. And in there, I'll have all kinds of information about it. But also, if you are interested, send me an email or an inbox message, and I will be more than happy to get you into our secret group. And you can write us at Jen and Amy at the Meditation Room TC.com. If you like this episode, please share them with your friends and join our Facebook communities. Chakras for Beginners is an energy-based community that is highly active and growing every day. This is the sister group to our meditation business called The Meditation Room TC, where we sell products and services to begin your meditation practice. I look forward to hanging out with you.